Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am your host, Dusty White. I have Sally with here, me here this evening. And we have a random topic, and this is live and unrehearsed, so we're just going to jump into it. Um, Sally, what are we talking about at this point? Well, you know, as we were talking about earlier, it's my birthday. So I oh, got yeah, a new birthday. tarot deck. Thank you very much. I got a new tarot deck for my birthday. Um, and I got to thinking, do you have any advice that you could give people when they get their first tarot deck or a new tarot deck or anything like that? Yeah, throw it in the trash. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, and and you guys gotta you gotta keep listening to this because otherwise <laughs> you take that out of context and like what Jesus throwing on the trash. <laughs> um, there's so many issues with new decks, and it is fun getting a new deck. It's great getting a new deck, especially if it's a gift. Um, even if it's not your normal reading style deck, it's like, oh, look, you got a new tarot deck and you get to look through all the pictures and everything. Here's my problem. Um, to be a spoil all the fun right away, and then we'll get to the good stuff. There is no deck in the world that will read like an old tarot deck. It's kind of like a, like a teddy bear, uh, an old worn out teddy bear has so much love in it and it's so it knows you it it feels comfortable it is it is perfect in every way uh, but it took years to get there brand new cards are stiff they're hard to shuffle um, the way the manufacturing is these days a lot of times they'll have a very sharp top mm -hmm. edge and that'll cut into your uh, thumbs or fingers and I don't mean, you know, like a, like a knife, but it'll get annoying. It'll, you know, and, and you don't want that because if you're going to be shuffling your cards and you're going to be shuffling them a lot, mm -hmm. you can't have them cutting into your fingers. So there's the bad part about tarot decks, you know, brand new tarot decks. Yay. Uh, okay. So there is no shortcut for breaking in a tarot deck. It's not like you can like soak them or put them in the sun or soften them up somehow or something like that. Right. Um, you can, you can just take uh, and, and try Please don't bend the cards one at a time, but you can take a stack of cards and, you know, bend them back and forth, bend them back and forth, and then, you know, switch around and keep doing that. Or you can do that with the deck, or you can just keep there and shuffle and shuffle and shuffle. Mm -hmm. You really want to bend them uh, long ways and sideways. Of course, being very careful not to fold them or, or cause a permanent bend. Um, but when they're new, they're psychologically wonderful, which is awesome. But on the other hand, when they're new, they're physically mm, very rarely will you find a deck that feels good right out of, uh, uh, well, out of the box. Sure. Uh, I had a French deck a long time ago, herbal deck, um, that was made um, either before, because it was rather antique, but I don't know how antique, but it, they weren't laminated, uh, which they felt great right away. Of course, mm -hmm. the problem is after shuffling for a long time, well, they didn't do that. Uh, they didn't hold up forever. Uh, the decks that I love from uh, 1909 to 1939 
those would be the writer decks, the, the Pamela Coleman Smith decks. Uh, those are not laminated. Uh, they've got this a slight plasticky coating on it, like a um, but but they're really really comfortable to shuffle. They're just big and thick. Uh, the Delorance decks, much thinner, um, but also but very much like a playing card deck, you know, very mm-hmm. very uh, laminated. But the um, the the newer decks, not so much. Now they are making decks out of PVC as well as paper, as well as plastic, uh, which were plastic coated. So, uh, and, and some decks will be unlaminated. So you might find that your brand new deck does work for you. Awesome. Great. That would be the exception, not the rule. Okay. So now down to, you just got your first deck. The, the question is, what do you want to do with that deck? Um, there are wonderful decks that are fun to look at. Uh, these are, I call these art decks, A-R-T, art decks, because they are artistic and they're pretty. And when you go to read with them, you have no idea what you're doing. And what I see people doing constantly, and I'm raising not just one hand, but both hands. You know, don't you, hands up, don't you? Uh, no, seriously, don't. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm raising both hands going, mea culpa, I've done this myself. What do we do? We, we, we translate it back to the Waitsmith images, right? Right. You know? Uh, and we do, I, this is how I learned cartomancy. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, that's the tarot card seven of wands. That would be like clubs because wands and clubs are both sticks. So the seven of clubs is the seven of wands. And I'd try to picture the, the picture. Right, yeah. And this really impedes our intuition or our intuitive process. And that's the problem. Um, number one secret I have, matter of fact, I was writing an email today to one of my students. Uh, number one secret I have is just to forget everything. I mean, you know, study, study, write, study hard, go to school, read books, don't do drugs, all that crap, but forget all of that and just look at the card in front of you. And here's a brand new, brand new, uh, exercise, super easy. That's a picture of you. How did somebody get a picture of you? What are you doing in that card? Uh, I love give, me that. Random, give me a random card real quick. Oh no, I was I was gonna uh, give you a really uh, horrible one. I was gonna say eight of wands. <laughs> oh yeah, eight of wands. <laughs> Dusty left. So no, okay, let's go to eight of wands. It's like, where are you? You're supposed to be in that card. You're not doing your job, are you? I love that. Um, and, and it makes sense once you start realizing, hey, this is a picture of you. Okay, give me another one. Just off top of your head. Just, okay, you uh, two, two of swords. Okay, two of swords. So the lady, presumably, is sitting like a lifeguard. She's uh, sitting on the stone bench, arms folded um, or arms crossed, technically. Um, swords shooting off in either direction. There's a, there's a big, like, ocean, lake, something with rocks, probably uh, it's got lots of waves so it's either a really big lake with lots of wind waves or it's it's an ocean okay so it's me what am i doing right. why are you why are you blindfolded why are you holding up swords you, you know what why am i being so defensive mm-hmm. okay who pissed me off today <laughs> so see this is um like uh okay so i'm taking a class uh on on fiction writing right now right mm-hmm. 
So this would be like a, uh, a, a conversation starter or um, a story starter. As a matter of fact, it's a, okay, brand, another brand new exercise. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are now all in, enrolled in Dusty's storytelling class, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to pull a card and it's the three of wands and I'll give you swords in a moment. And we go, blam, okay, this starts your idea for a story. Mm -hmm. There once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> there. He's got three, three <laughs> giant sticks, huge tracts of land and, and boats on the water. And he was standing there looking at them going, I hate fishermen and I hate fish. And, and they're standing out there with their fishing poles and their boats, but they better not come here on my land. Get off my, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so and he was like, get off my lawn. And like, we're not on the lawn, we're on the boat. And so, and so he was a, it's a story about a crazy old man. So see what I did there is, um, and the same thing with two of swords is like, why am I being so defensive? So the new exercise is, so the first exercise, right. Was right. put yourself in the picture. Mm hmm all right, you know, just like, hey, how did this, when we when we say, how did this happen to me, or how did somebody get a picture of me doing this, mm -hmm. um, it it makes it personal, and it makes it easier to relate to. It's not like, hey, here's a picture of somebody faking Middle East, fakey medievalism. Right. Thank you to Holly Volley for that term. That's the best <laughs> term ever. Um, always credit, always credit. Um, anyway, yeah, so. Rather than doing that, we're, we're going, hey, you know, and and forget, to, you know, ignore if it's male or female. And, right. and you know, if it's like five people in the picture or three, you know, it's a six of ones, pick whichever. I mean, it's not six of ones, uh, six of six coins, you know, where the guy's like handing out right. candy and then one person's got a lottery ticket and the other person's like, hey, what about me? I got <laughs> right. I have, see, bandage on my head. Huh? Wink, wink. Do I, you know, can, do I get front? Do I get first in line? Um, you know, see, I just started making up a story right there. Right, right. It's all about free association, but not just like, oh, I'm going to smoke a, <laughs> I'm smoke a joint. I'm going to smoke 10 joints and go just whatever comes out of my mouth. It's like, no, right. free association is just not, not like blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to make shit up. It's let me, let me see what makes sense. Where does this go? Now, if we have been doing that exercise, I forget which one it was, but we go from here to there. Uh -huh. I guess exercise three. Um, you know, where we, we're going, we, we're here, and then we go to there. Mm -hmm. You know, we're here, and then we go to there, then we go to there. If we've been doing that, it's in the white book, the easiest way to learn tarot ever, then this is old hat. So, or even exercise 1A, you know, you're looking at third, what's happening in that card? What it could mm -hmm. possibly mean? Well, like I said, you know, it's uh, look at a card like a window, like you're like looking and opening your window, like, what are you guys doing out there? But in this case, I'm doing two exercises. One is pretend that it's you, you know, like, hey, you know, someone says, uh, excuse me, miss <laughs> detective so-and-so here. Here's a <laughs> picture of you. Where were you? Where were you at? And what were you doing there? <laughs> They the bright lights it. are on you. <laughs> yeah, right. It's called uh, new. We'll call this new exercise interrogation, right? <laughs> we already got an interview and whatnot. So right. the second exercise I think is also kind of fun, where we just say uh, again, Justy's storytelling school, because mm -hmm. whatever, right? And so we pull a card and we say, "All right, 
we are going. This is like a party game, right? Like, oh, you know, party game. Mm-hmm. We need another party game. So you throw down a card. And matter of fact, if you want to do it as a party game, you take, uh, you have like, let's say, five cards. And everybody gets five cards, just so you're not stuck with one card. You can do three cards, seven cards, but probably five cards is enough. And then, so you throw down a card for your opponent. That's the thing, you know, the person across from you or the person next to you, whatever. <laughs> like, ha ha, <laughs> did it, did the devil, huh? huh? Yeah. <laughs> do, do death. Hey, hey, hey. Try to. Yeah. So, um, okay, everybody died at the end. Uh, game over. <laughs> like, hey, that's not, you know. Um, so, the idea is use the the image on the card as a conversation starter or a story idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and this takes a lot of the pressure off you, but it also helps helps you free associate. And one of the other things I was telling my student today, and I'm so glad that, uh, that I uh, re- remembered this, is imagination is a good stand-in for intuition. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why and when. So when we are practicing, like in our study groups. And if you're not in a study group, you should be. And if you don't have a study group, just grab a friend off the street. Hey, you, you're going to learn the tarot with me. And, and, and it's much more fun. You know, you do have to do your own solo work, you know, your own alone time, but it's so much more fun when you have someone to, to play with. So, um, in your, okay. When, when we're practicing alone or when we're in a study group, and I'd like you to tell your students this. Um, it's it's okay to use imagination to to fill in the gaps. You know, like we're we're doing an exercise here. Naturally, we know we're using our in, in imagination. But if we say, look, it is okay to to use your imagination because this is practice. We're not trying to predict in practice. That's a a huge mistake. We do not try to predict in practice. Otherwise, you know, oh my God, I drew this card. Something bad's going to happen, dude. I'm freaking out. It's like, (laughs) no, you didn't. It's just a random card. Um, So when I say imagination is a good stand-in for intuition, here's exactly what I mean. Unless you're Tom Cruise, you know, all these action superhero stars have what they call stuntmen. Punch, punch, kick. Okay, stuntman. Stuntman comes in, punch in the face, kick in the groin. Ow, ow, quit it, ow. Okay, oh, wait, swap in the actor. Oh, man, that hurt. I'm going to hit you again. So, um, a, or a stand-in, um, you know, <laughs> I get paid $20 million a movie. I don't have time to sit here and pose while they're doing the lighting. So you'll have a stand-in who stands there like I am, I'm not going to mention any names. I am famous actor, uh, you know, standing here for four hours while the director and the lighting grips and the, the key grips and the other grip B people with the, you know, the guys who move the lights and then mm-hmm. the electricians and uh, whatever they're, they're all trying to figure out the balance of light and shadow and the camera and what angle. And so that stand-in is like, and they're a lot cheaper, you know, mm-hmm. by the hour than than so and so. But they have to look like, you know, as, as as close as they can. Like I would be a good stand-in for Howard Stern. Like, hey, let's kick that guy's ass. Howard's like, hey, uh, come over here, stand over here. Okay. 
Why is everybody beating on me? It's like, I hate your show. Like, I love your show. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Get out of the way. Hey, uh, thank you. I, I don't know. Hey, whatever. Um, either Weird Al Yankovic. Like, oh, my God, it's him. Uh, some, I was driving uh, 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, I was driving. I was driving through North Hollywood, which is not really it's got nothing to do with Hollywood. <laughs> it's the armpit of Los Angeles. So um, I'm driving through. It's the middle of the night. I'm I'm in my yellow Volkswagen Bug, which I absolutely loved, like one of those old old Bugs, right? Not sure. the few yeah. fun girly ones or whatever. I've never. <laughs> it is a 1963 Bug. You know what? And I'm just sitting there going, Oh my God, it's 3 a.m. I just want to go home. This guy rolls up to me and he's like. You know, and they say, he's like, oh, my God, Weird Al. And and I was like, what am I going to do? So I just went, hi, waved, wait for the light to go. <laughs> and drove away. And, you know, I hope he has stories. But I was like, God, they couldn't go, oh, my God, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. It's like, well, yes, thank you. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, uh, no offense to Weird Al and, and, and Howard Stern. You know, but. Um, no, I don't play the accordion and I'm pretty crappy on the radio. So there, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so the thing is, you know, just the thing is to have fun with this. And when I say imagination is a good stand in, it, it's literally, you know, like, like me standing in for whoever, you know, right. um, intuition and imagination flow in the same runnels runnels or channels mm -hmm. in our mind mm -hmm. and this is what this is why it's so gooey this is why uh being a psychic or using your psychic abilities is so difficult it's not you know we'll get intuition all the time any any dog in the street can get intuition yay woo woo the thing is separating or teasing out right teasing out intuition from imagination mm -hmm. or emotion or bias or preference because intuition what happens is okay so here's the process of uh, of intuition while you're reading the cards so blah 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 you got your cards out you've done all your stuff right we've talked about that over and over you're looking at a card like oh and the card image sparks something in mm -hmm. your retinas to transmit a signal to your brain which goes to your subconscious your subconscious goes oh opens the door mm -hmm. for your intuition to go blah now let's pretend that your intuition comes from your oh god i hope i got this right <sighs> pineal gland mm -hmm. pituitary is up front right yeah you've got the right gland you're good okay so pineal gland reptilian brain way down the medulla oblongata you know that area right that little nub down so imagine like what is it monty python tattooed on the back of their neck so <laughs> imagine the back of your neck has a little hole in it psychic hole don't worry you know and information flows through there and then flows up through your reptilian brain into your subconscious on its way to your sub on, on its way to your conscious and out of your mouth where you speak flowery words of wisdom right. the problem is along the way 
everybody gets to take a whack at it. Oh, I've had some of that. Oh, I've had some of that. Oh, I, I smacked him up last week. You know? uh-huh. Everybody beat him up, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I gave him a swirly. Well, I gave him a wedgie. So this intuitive knowledge is getting beat up by our bias, by our by our current state of mind. Like, I'm angry. Or I just thought of something, and now that's going to influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that we are bad people. It's that we all have a certain way of seeing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially the, the problem is but this all happens before the thought even comes to our consciousness. So subtle things will be changed along the way so it's picking up baggage right it starts Mm -hmm. out naked and it gets to us and it's got a full suit and an overcoat (laughs) and an umbrella and a couple of suitcases like wait i just wanted the the message i didn't want all of the you know emotional attachments and so what comes out of our mouth sometimes is a perversion of the original message that we consciously never never we 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 didn't hear it you know mm-hmm. it came it because to get to our conscious it had to go through all that process so this is why we have mystery schools this is why we have thousands of books on how to be psychic this is why we have well teachers like myself and this is why we have other metaphysical schools a good metaphysical school mine included and also a bad medical school a metaphysical school hopefully not mine included but any particular metaphysical school, you can tell good or bad, they will help you clarify or cleanse, cleanse your mind mm-hmm. so that information can flow right through as unlisted as possible. And there are various techniques for this. Um, in, in this particular case, between the two textbooks that I have, the easiest way to learn tarot ever, and Advanced Tarot Secrets, White Book, Black Book, right? Mm-hmm. But especially in the Black Book, we have a lot of techniques that are designed to help you overcome what I'm going to call innate human bias or natural tendencies to color things. Mm-hmm. So if you would imagine that, just like um, like on a farm, we have rows of corn, right? So it's it's if you look at it from the side, it's like a wavy line because you have the the uh, the raised up part. That's where the seeds go, and then the corn grows up, and then you have the the dips in between, and that's where the water channels. Mm-hmm. You know, think of like irrigation. That's where the the rows of water channel. Um, that's, that's why they do that. So. Uh, you know, so it's the the water can seep into the ground in predictable, even regular spaces. Mm-hmm. So let's call those runnels. Let's call those channels. And so information uh, flows through different runnels or channels in our brain, but uh, intuition and emotion and imagination are all left. No, right brain. <laughs> ah, they're all right brain stuff, right? I, I, See, I always problem. confuse those. So <laughs> right, I'm left, right? No, but no, left is right. It's like, wait, what do you mean left is right? <laughs> oh, left I'm, is right, up is down, right is wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? But but it makes sense in a certain way, but not in the way that you know somebody might pick it. So what I'm saying is that I'm not saying use your imagination. All of a sudden, your intuition's gonna be like, ha ha, I'm Superman. But we're training our muscles 
our psychic muscles, so to speak, by using the tarot, which will make both our creativity and our intuition stronger. And again, um, we're trying to tease out, just very gently separate, like uh, I don't know if you've ever had uh, made, made spaghetti or pasta, yeah. Yeah. where uh, okay, maybe you let it dry a little bit because you know mm-hmm. you, you pull it out of the water. Great, you set it down, you go to do something else, and you come back five minutes later, and it's like ah, it's all sticking together. So you're just kind of like trying to tease tease it apart without you know because you got a, mm-hmm. a knot of spaghetti. It's like oh man, um, probably just throw it back in hot water. Hmm, never thought of that, did I? Until now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> things you learn the more you know. So. Yeah, so that's the point is, uh, okay, so going back to new deck. Right. Um, try this exercise. Try these exercises that I just gave you with the new deck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, decide what you want to do. If, if you want to actually read with the cards, you want to have fun with it, you want to play games, any one of these things, do what I said. If you're just going to, like, look at them and go, ah, oh, this is nice, it's uh, going to, I'm going to hold on to it as an asset, turn around and sell it one day. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like there's some certain decks that come out um, that you don't want to crack open uh, because you know that they're going to be worth, uh, um, worth like, okay, like, um, this has nothing to do with um, uh, tarot cards. But just recently, uh, a couple of months ago, Axe Body Spray made a, made a doge, that's a cryptocurrency, doge smell. Axe body spray. It doesn't even make sense. But the okay. point is they put that stupid little dog on there, which is really funny. He's like, oh, you know, he's like happy. He <laughs> always looks happy, right? So it's and it says Doge Axe Spray. And they and and it was brilliant because I don't know what scent it is, but nobody knows what scent it is. Because what happened is all the crypto fanboys bought it and uh, from CVS and Walmart and whatever. Mm-hmm. And and all the eBay people went, oh, screw this. Everybody just grabbed it, and next thing you know, they so they ran out of stock. Now they then they flipped it over and, and raised the price to like a hundred dollars. Oh my god! For the last couple of months, you cannot buy this thing for a, for less than a hundred dollars. Huh. If that were a tarot deck, that'd be the same thing of like, you know, hey, we're making a thousand decks or a hundred decks. Right. And like, oh yeah, I, I really love this deck. I want this deck. Ha ha ha! I'll take fifty of them. Ah. And then next thing you know, they're selling them for $100, $200 a piece, you know, <laughs> and and that's fair, whatever. I mean, people do that. So if you do get a new deck and you're looking at it going, ooh, I better be very careful with this because I'm going to want to, re- what is it, resale value. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, if you're going to be using them, if you're going to be playing with them, which is fine, games, or you're going to be using them for uh, intuitive work mm-hmm. or creative work. Um, or, 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 or all of those, then yes, you know, get your greasy kid fingerprints all over them. Um, there's a bunch of myths out there. You need to bathe them in moonlight. Bathe them <laughs> I was going to ask you about those. <laughs> uh, God, I've, I've heard them all. I've read them all. I tried them all. They, it doesn't work. If any, I like, if you want to scrub the machine, because remember, they're not made by hand, they're made by machines. Right. So if you want to scrub the machine off of them, which is okay, you know, um, best thing you do is get your stink on them. Um, 
If you want to sleep with them under your pillow, that's great, except the problem is now you got a lump under your pillow. That, <laughs> or if you spread them out, you're going to get bent, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. You know, if you really absolutely must, here, do this. Pull back your fitted sheet, lay out the cards, put a towel over them so you don't damage them, throw down a sheet, throw down another sheet, throw down a blanket. Then, you know, so in other words, they're protected. Now sleep on top of them, right? Oh, wow. That, <laughs> you I just make something. me a little nervous right there. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, but the idea is that, you know, if you really want to, I mean, honestly, the best thing you can do, the very best thing I promise you is you can shuffle them. And here's, the, here's what it comes down to. It's not about I'm going to play with my cards until I get bored or I'm going to play with my cards and – do a couple readings a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're talking to a man who used to have to go into work every single day to the office and give hundreds of readings every day. Hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ring, ring, hello, click. Oh, ring, ring, hello. You know, and, and the, in other places like the agency, we had walk-in clients or after I get off work, I'd have to go do private clients. But when you're doing dozens or hundreds of readings a day, all of this nonsense about cutting with your left hand and handing it to your your client and let them bend your cards and yeah. you know whatever, uh, or they drop it and they step on it by mistake. Oops, sorry, I hear. Well, this one's kind of bent, but you got seventy-seven other cards, so I'm, that's okay, right? Yeah. And then now, now you got to break in a brand new deck all over again, right? Forget the mm-hmm. expense, yeah. You know? um, uh, when you're reading on a regular basis, there's a couple of things you're going to do. You're not going to let anybody touch your cards. You're going to come up. You're going to get in a nice, comfortable setting. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. You're not going to cut the deck into three piles in here. I mean, if you're doing that, it's like, oh, God, you're not giving very good readings. And I know this because I've seen it before. The way the tarot works is you randomize the cards and you let the gods or God or your demons or spirit guides, you know, whoever fuck you want to work with, right? But you let your guardian angels, you know, your, your, your job is to focus on your question. What is this question? How, how do I get to do? Am I going to get a race? You know, or, or what does my client need? Mm-hmm. You shuffle that into the cards until you get your little ding, you know, something in your head that goes, wait, 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 stop, stop shuffling right this moment. You're like, oh, okay, <laughs> job's done, right? <laughs> and then, and, and don't, don't, cut, don't ding and then cut, you know, they ding. So you can be getting a ding when you cut. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes you go, ooh, I'm getting warm. I'm getting warm. I'm getting warm. Other times you're just shuffling, shuffling. Whoop, okay, that's fine. So 75% is throwing your energy into the cards and the other 25% is listening, listening for that ding. And you may have to shuffle one minute, two, not one, not two, not three, not four. Yeah, you may have to shuffle one, two, three, four minutes. Thank you, LeBron. Um, that's okay. You know, again, just the better you, sh- the better you focus, the, the more it's going to work. Uh, and then, you know, you throw down your cards, et cetera, et cetera. So, to prepare your new deck for that can you wipe the cards off absolutely if you feel that helps great um can you bathe them in salt sure 
Sure, why not? You know, it's not going to hurt them. Make sure the salt's not wet. Uh, Can you wipe them down with Lysol? Sure. Uh, Can you smudge them? Well, it's not like the smoke's really going to get in the cards. You could take each card individually and wave it in there. That's not bad. That's not bad. If it helps you, that's good. So I'm not against anything in particular. What I'm saying is that you're not going to be, if you're doing... 10, 15, 20, 100 readings a day. And if you are ever working at a psychic fair or a fair with, you know, where you are the psychic at a fair, yes. Clients lined up all the way to the door, yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then sometimes out the door, you know. Mm -hmm. I've had students do that. They had to actually close the place down. And it's like, look, anybody who can get inside, you're getting a reading. Everybody else. You know, I'm sorry you stood in line all this time, but no, and it's over and it's never going to happen again because you're at a university and this is your graduation present. You should have shown up earlier. Um, So, I mean, we have recordings of that. The the point is, I don't want to poo-poo anything. I just don't want anyone to fall victim to chicanery. Mm -hmm. By cracky, there's an old timey saying, mm-hmm. uh, and there's so many, there's so many lies and frauds and and just misconceptions mm-hmm. in the new age. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't need that. We really don't. Let's let's not have those misconceptions. So when you have a new deck, best thing you can do is make it your teddy bear. Play with it, play with it often, play with it as long as you can. Ask it silly questions, uh, ask it serious questions. Um, play, you know, play games with it. You know, uh, try try drawing a card, going, okay, I'm gonna draw a wand. You know, like yeah. various exercises, mostly for the sake of getting used to the cards. That's your brain, your psyche, your hands. Um, all of that, they're, they're different parts of you are going to get familiar with the cards, including your hand-eye coordination. Some decks shuffle differently than mm-hmm. others, um, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, thicker decks, thinner decks, wider decks. Gilded, the ones that have like the gilded edgings, those yeah, shuffle yeah. differently and yeah. Right, right. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to get the gilded edging off. And, uh-huh. Um, so absolutely, it's uh, it, there's not a one size fits all. If there was a one size fits all, it's have fun, do what's right, meaning what's right for you, and and just don't fall victim to you know silliness. Uh, when is it well, silly? Yeah, be, no, be by all means be silly. Don't <laughs> fall vi- victim to nonsense things that sound good or sound new agey, but remember. Don't base your decisions on the practices of somebody who reads five times a week mm-hmm. or, or, you know, um, once a week, you know, take advice from people that have been reading for decades and read over and over and over for tens of thousands of people like me, uh, like other people. Um, we're just here to save you a lot of time, uh, and and that's why I have a school, and that's why if you go to easytarotlessonsi.com, right, I will teach you. Give me, give me a dollar. I'm not going to teach you everything for a dollar, but I'll teach you for a month, get you in a study group, you know, get you started. That's it, you know, and then, of course, you stick around. Yeah, it's going to be 10 bucks a week. 
grr. You know? <laughs> um, all right. That's what I would recommend. I, I tell my students literally, well, yeah, here's, here's what to do. And here are two new, brand new, never before heard of, easy to do exercises. Technically, one of them can be a party game. And anybody can do it, you know, from the very beginning. And even somebody who's uh, relatively expert could could still have fun with it. Oh, sure. You just introduced a new deck. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, as a matter of fact, I'm working on a new deck, but we'll get into that later because it's going to be a long time before it comes to Because <laughs> you know how hard it is. It takes a while. Um, hit me up in the fall. All right. Uh, are we good? That's great. Thanks so much. That was wonderful. And now I know what I'm going to be doing with my new deck. Oh, right. And happy birthday. And Thank happy you. birthday to everybody who, if I missed your birthday, happy birthday. And if it's coming up, hit me up. I'll wish you a happy birthday. Okay. Bye for now. Bye.